ஓம் ஸ்ரீ சாய்ராம் ஆஃப்ரிங் மோஸ்ட் ஹம்பிள் பிரணாம்ஸ் அட் த டிவைன் லோட்டஸ் ஃபீட் ஆஃப் அவர் ஏவர் பிரசன்ட் லாட் இன் வோக்கிங் பகவான்ஸ் பெனிடிக்ஷன் ஃபார் டுடே செஷன் டியர் லிஸ்னர்ஸ் மை லவிங் சாய்ராம் டு ஆல் ஆஃப் யூ ஓம் சஹனாவது சஹனௌ புனக்து சக வீரியம் கரவாவஹை தீஜஸ்வினாவீதமஸ்துமாவிஷாவஹைஸ்ரீசாய்வராணமஸ்தோச்சரம் பரமானந்தம் சத்குரும் பிரணதோஸ்மியம்ிஸ்கிரிமினேட்டுவீன் we shall see further some more details on this discrimination in verse number 153 so the verse goes like this munjadishikamivadrishya vargat pratyanchamatmanam asangamakriyam vivichya tatra pravilapya sarvam tadatmanatishthati here one more analogy is given for discriminating between the self and the non self so the guru says all the drishya vargaha drishya vargaha means all the sense objects the objects which are perceived which are felt which are thought of by us and all these have to be separated from the true self which is the subject in us and which is asanga unattached and which is akriyam which is the actionless self because the self is abhokta and akarta self is not the doer and self is not the experiencer and it is not attached to the matter coverings that is bmi it is the subjective unattached actionless self in us so all the objects the sense objects drishya vargaha that we perceive have to be completely separated from this self when we exercise this discrimination and what is the metaphor that is given here to describe this it is munjadi ishika miva munja is a type of grass which is covered with a stalk of leaves and the tender central core is inside if we have to access this thin central vital core of munja all the coverings have to be slowly taken out they have to be removed one by one carefully to access the central core similarly if the subjective unattached actionless self in us has to be cognized then all the matter coverings have to be carefully removed 
and not only here matter covering not only refers to body mind intellect bmi but oet as well all the sense objects which are perceived which are felt which are thought of they all have to be carefully separated only then we can reach the inner core and when this separation is done then what happens tadatmana tishthati yah sa muktaha then one becomes ever free having been established in this truth so that is the process that has to be carried out through atma anatma viveka so as we can see in these verses acharya shankara is explaining to us the methodology of this atma anatma viveka and in the following verses the methodology that is used is called pancha kosha viveka by negating the five sheets one by one the true self in us is realized that is the methodology that is explained exhaustively in the coming verses in viveka chudamani so now we shall see negation of the five koshas and the first one is the negation of annamaya kosha or the food sheath now verse number 154 dehoyamanna bhavanonnamayastu koshah चान्न जीवती विनश्यति तद्विहीनस्थिपुरीशराशि ना स्वयं भवितुमर्हति निशुद्ध सो देर इज डीटेल डिस्क्रिप्शन ऑफ दि ग्रोस् बॉडी विच कन्सिस ऑफ अन्नमय कोश देहो अयम दिस् बॉडी इज अन्नभवनु इट इज द प्रोडक्ट ऑफ फुड and annamayastu koshaha it constitutes the food sheath in us cha annena jeevati it exists because of food and vinashyati tad vihinaha without food this sheath dies and what is it made up of tvak charma mamsa rudira asti purishaha rashihi rashihi means it is a bundle of tvak charma tvak charma refers to both dermis and epidermis of skin then mamsa flesh rudhira blood asthi bones and purisha the filthy matter in our body and na ayam swayam bhavitum arhati nitya shuddhaha such an eternally pure atman which is swayam which is self existing and how can the body be such a self how can we confuse our true self to be this body the body which is a product of food the body which is called the annamaya kosha and the body which lives because of food and dies without food and the body which is a bundle of all these elements namely skin flesh blood bones and filth and how can we confuse this body to be our true self which is nitya shuddha which is eternally pure and which is swayam which is self existing 
So this is the discrimination which is made between Atma and Anatma through the explanation of Annamaya Kosha in this verse. Continuing on the same line, in verse number 155, the Guru says, Purvam jane radhimrite rapi nayamasti jata kshana kshana guno niyamasvabhavaha naiko jadascha ghatavat paridrishyamanaha svatma katham bhavati bhava vikara veta. So he says, what is the nature of this body? Purvam janihe, the body doesn't exist before the birth. Then, adhi mriterapi and it does not exist after death also. And jatakshanaha, so it lasts only for a short period. Kshana means moment, it lasts only for very short period, say probably 80 or 100 years, that's all. And kshana guno niyatasvabhavaha and its qualities are also fleeting. Sometimes the body is comfortable, sometimes it experiences discomfort and so on. So all these, they come and go, they are fleeting and they are not everlasting. And by nature itself, aniyamita svabhavaha, it is subject to change. We all know that the body goes through shed vikaras, the six modifications. What are they? Asti, the body, the first it exists in the womb. Jayate, it is born. Vardhate, it grows. Viparinamate, it undergoes modification. Then Apakshiyate, it decays. And Vinashyati, it dies. These are the Shadvikaras or the six modifications that the body goes through. So by nature itself, it is subject to constant change. And it is na eko, it is not one entity, it is diversified. It means it has several parts, it has several angas to it. And jadascha, it is inert, it is insentient, it has no existence of its own. Therefore, ghatavat paridrishya manaha, so it is compared to a part, ghata, which is drishyamanaha, which is a sense object, which is an object of perception, which is an object of knowledge, that's all. That means it is not the subject, that is the meaning. Then, sva-atma katham bhavati bhava-vikara-veta. But what is the nature of the self? It is bhava-vikara-veta, it is the witness of all the changes that the body undergoes. So, how can this body be the self, which is the witness? How can this body, which itself undergoes several changes, how can it be the witness of the changes? So, Drigdrishya Viveka is what is explained here. It means, the seer is always different from the seen. So, the body being the seen, the body being the experienced, the body being the one which undergoes various changes, how can it be the seer, the experiencer of all these changes? So, it cannot be the self. 
so the self is distinct from the body that is the point that is made here so when the uh, example of pot is used here see like a pot or a jar it is the body is also an object of experience for us an object of perception an object of knowledge and it is jada it has no consciousness of its own it can only be perceived in the consciousness of the atman therefore it is only an object and it is not the subject whereas the self is the subject and the body is the object is the deeper meaning of this verse so how can this inert body be consciousness which is the knower of all the changes that the body goes through all the thoughts and the thought modifications in our mind so in this verse we have arguments to indicate that the body cannot be the self the same argument continues in the next verse also which is verse number 156 pani padadiman deho natma vengepi jivanat tatachaktiranashacha naniyamyo niyamakah so what is this body made up of this verse says the body is made up of several parts like pani the hands pada the legs or the feet and it cannot be the atman because atman has no parts atman is only one whereas the body has several parts and vengeepi jivanat tatachakti he nashacha it means even when some of these organs or some of the parts in the body are amputated or removed the body continues to function and na niyamyo niyamakaha the body is the one which is subject to rule of another that means the body is controlled by something which is subtler than the body and na niyamakaha this body is not the ruler or the body is not the controller so atman being the controller the body being the controlled how can this body be confused for the atman and the body has several parts and the body continues to function even when some of these parts are removed like when the hands or legs they are amputated the body continues its working whereas the atman is only one and the body is controlled by subtler personalities in us whereas the atman is the controller so the point for us to reflect here is i cannot be this body now verse number 157 says देहतर्मतत्कर्मा 
the atman is the enduring reality that is what is said in the second line swata siddham self evident therefore it should be different from the body deha tad dharma and the various characteristics of the body and also tat karma various activities of the body and also avastha disakshinaha and various states of the body see the atman is the witness of the body by its nature and since it is the witness of the various characteristics of our body and the various activities that the body undertakes and also the various states that the body goes through it is self evident that the atman is the reality the true reality the real principle in us and therefore it has to be naturally distinct from the body here again the drig drishya viveka is used the seer is always distinctly different from the seen and the body being the seen and the seer being the self now verse number 158 shalyarashirmam salipto malapurnoti kashmalah katham bhavedayam veta svayametadvilakshana so shalya rashi mamsa dipto so the bundle of bones covered with flesh that is what shalya rashi mamsa dipto means and malapurna and it is full of excretory matter it is full of filthy matter and it is full of kashmalaha so it is said ati kashmalaha it means it is extremely impure so the framework of bones which is plastered with flesh which is filled with fecal matter and it all times it is most impure it is inauspicious that is what this body is and katham bhavedayam veta and how can the self which is the knower swayam etat vilakshanaha and it is completely distinct from it so the self which is self existent and which is also the knower the witness of all the changes in the body how can it be confused for the body which is just a bundle of bones plastered with flesh and the body which is filled with fecal matter which is impure and inauspicious that is why the word used is vilakshanaha it is entirely distinct from such a body because atman is the ever pure all knowing principle in us and this is how the discrimination between atma and anatma has to be made see when the body is described here like this it doesn't mean that the body has to be condemned it means that our identification with such a body our identification that i am this body and attachment to the body and all our efforts to pamper such a body has to be condemned 
no doubt that the body is an equipment for our seva and sadhana it has to be kept healthy at all times but it doesn't mean that we have to identify ourselves with the body and we have to think that this body is my true self that notion has to be condemned that is the point that is made in this verse moving ahead we shall see verse number 159 tvakmam samedosthi purisha rashau ahamiti mudha janah karoti vilakshanam veti vicharashilo nijasvarupam paramartha bhutam mudha janah it is only a deluded fool who identifies himself aham iti who thinks i am this i am this body who identifies himself with what tvak skin mamsam flesh medo fat astihi bones and purisha rashau the filthy matter it is only a deluded fool a fool who is deluded by the notion that i am this body only such a person identifies himself with this body which consists of only skin flesh fat bones and filthy matter and vicharashilaha but a man of discrimination vilakshanam veti nijasvarupam paramartha bhutam he knows the self to be vilakshanam to be completely distinct from this body he doesn't confuse between the self and the body he doesn't think that this body is his true self he knows the distinction between the two the body and the self so vicharashila is a man of discrimination who is capable of applying this atma anatma viveka all the time and he knows the self to be distinct from the body because he knows that this self is nijasvarupam he knows the true nature of the self to be paramartha bhutam to be of the nature of supreme reality so only fools consider themselves to be this bundle of flesh bundle of various parts along with the filthy matter but a person who applies this atma anatma viveka he alone can realize this true self because he knows that the self is completely distinct from the body therefore correct analysis and right thinking alone will point to us our true nature which is supreme truth which is pure consciousness which is atman or brahman it is not the body as its nature is vilakshana is the word used here which means it is distinctly different from the body and its component parts and the same argument continues in the next verse also which is verse number 160 deho hamit 
ಇತ್ಯೇವ ಜಡಸ್ಯ ಬುದ್ಧಿ ದೇಹೇ ಚ ಜೀವೇ ವಿದುಷಸ್ವಹಂಧೀ ವಿವೇಕ ವಿಜ್ಞಾನವತೋ ಮಹಾತ್ಮನೋ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾಹಮಿತ್ಯೇವ ಮತಿ ಸದಾತ್ಮನಿ ದೇಹೋ ಅಹಂ ಇತಿ ಐ ಆಮ್ ದಿಸ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಜಡಸ್ಯ ಬುದ್ಧಿ ದಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಜಡಸ್ಯ ಬುದ್ಧಿ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಅ ಫೂಲಿಶ್ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ಅನ್ ಇಗ್ನರೆಂಟ್ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ಇನ್ ಹೂಮ್ ದ ಕಾನ್ಶಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎಟ್ ಅವೀಕಂಡ್ ಹೂ ಇಸ್ ಅಂಡರ್ ದ ಇನ್ಫ್ಲೂಯೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಅವಿದ್ಯಾ ಇಗ್ನರೆನ್ಸ್ ಸಚ್ ಅ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಇಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ಜಡಸ್ಯ ಬುದ್ಧಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದೇಹೇ ಚ ಜೀವೇ ವಿದುಷಸ್ವಹಂಧೀ ಬಟ್ ಅ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ who has the knowledge of the scriptures who has studied the shastras what does he think he considers deha plus jiva his body as well as the individual jiva bhava the individuality in him a combination of the two to be the self he thinks not only i am this body but the individual self in me the jiva bhava that is also my true self that is what a man of knowledge who has who has some knowledge of the scriptural teachings that is what he will think that is what he identifies himself as whereas viveka vijnana vato mahatmano mahatmanah mahatmana is a person in whom the vision of i the true i the capital i is clear such a person viveka vijnanavato such a mahatma who is endowed with viveka the power of discrimination atma anatma viveka leading to vijnanavato leading to wisdom in him what does such a person think how does he identify himself as he knows that brahmaha mityeva matis sadatmani he knows that i am brahman and he looks upon the eternal atman alone as his true self so here the three types of students that come to the guru are explained the guru has to address all the types of disciples some students may be so unaware of the atman they think that this body to be the atman they think that this body is their true self they identify with the body and consider themselves to be this body and the next type of student is the one who has some knowledge of the scriptures and he thinks that this body along with the individual jiva bhava in me that is what i am truly whereas it is only a person who is endowed with this fourfold qualification of sadhana chatushtaya which means viveka vairagya samadhi shakka sampatti and mumukshutvam such a mahatma such a person who has the true vision of i alone he thinks that i am brahman and he identifies himself with this eternal atman to be his true nature so in its deeper meaning we can also say that 
This verse explains three schools of philosophy that are prevailing in India, which are Dvaita, Vishishta Dvaita, and Advaita. In fact, they are the three stages to the ultimate realization. In the first stage, what happens is, as it is said in dualism or Dvaita Siddhanta, the student thinks that he is entirely different from God because he identifies himself with his own body. This is the dualism that can be explained in its deeper implication of this verse. And then the second set of student who is more intellectual, who thinks that I am a composite being, I have this anatomical structure with physiological functions which is called the body as well as I have this psychological entity with intellectual abilities. So, I am not only this body, but I am the individual jiva as well. And this person knows that he is a part of the truth because he has this jiva bhava in him. So, this is the philosophy of Vishishtadvaita or qualified non-dualism, which says that you are not separate from the truth, you are a part of the truth and the divine is the whole. You are a part of that whole. Whereas the third variety of student who is an intellectual giant who has purified his mind through seva and who has focused his mind through sadhana and who has developed his subtle intellect or sukshma buddhi, he can discriminate easily between the real and the unreal and therefore, he has this Brahma Bhava in him. And he knows that I am Brahman myself. And he identifies himself with this ultimate supreme reality. And this is the philosophy of Advaita. The Advaita Siddhanta or non-dualism. These are also the deeper meanings of this verse number 160. This is it for the day and we shall conclude with the Shanti Mantra. Om Purnamadah Purnamidam Purnath Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishyate Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Tatsat Shri Saishwarar Panamastum I am grateful to Bhagwan. My sincere thanks to Sri Satya Sai Media Center and all of you. Jai Sairam.